I don't know what Oh, sorry. Fine. I've got That's a second one. Synchronized. No, no, I've done my one now. I'm going to take a slurp because I'm thirsty. Mm. I've been holding off and having this drink for the last hour and a half, desperate for something to drink. Because oh. we haven't got much in the household. Uh, yes. Yeah. Anyway, um, my name's Andrew Jones. I'm a cinephile. I'm Johnny Ellis and I'm moving mad. Are you movie mad? I am indeed. That solves the question of the podcast. And when I ask you, are you movie mad? I show you films. Sometimes you show me films. We discuss them. Maybe we uh, like them. Maybe we don't. Maybe we're mad for them. Maybe we're mad that we watch them. That's the fun of the show. It's quarantine. It's week three of quarantine. Um, Deeper than that. Uh, episode wise, isn't it? Episode wise, yeah. But we've been, you know, stuck in here since mid March. Yeah, yeah. And this is mid Well, you've been stuck there since mid-March. I've been stuck here since... Mid-summer. The end of March. It's actually a week to the day since I was last going into work. Oh, and how has that been for you? Not too bad. Fortunately, I um, the cough didn't turn into anything more last time we recorded. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite worrying, but um, but no, I'm still alive. That's All good. good. Just like Pearl Jam um, sang. I had a uh, an online um, gig that I attended last night from a country star. Did you get um, an online tryst afterwards? Is this uh, the new version of Nine Songs? <laughs> <laughs> nine online gigs, nine online shags. <laughs> I don't even remember Nine Songs. How do you remember Nine Songs? Because it was a big thing that they uh, it was an explicit sex movie they sh- they managed to get on the shelves of Woolworths. <laughs> that was its thing. That was like, holy shit, why has Michael Winterbottom got that done? And why would Michael Winterbottom bother to do that anyway? And why is Michael Winterbottom allowed to finance any get any finance these days? Fuck Michael Winterbottom. He has um, never produced anything worthwhile. The trip is own film show is only successful because of the chemistry between the two. His direction, his choices are not a thing. I he still haven't caught off. up with the new one. Yeah, it's the same as you expect. Because I can't remember, something happened in the last one, didn't it, with um, Steve Coogan's character? Did it? They all are the same. Yeah, right. I thought it was like... Wasn't there one where... Getting Rob divorced or leaving his girlfriend a, or something. Oh, he's always doing that. That's kind of the thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, doesn't Rob Ryden have a tryst at one point with someone? One of those holidays? Is it Spain? Is it Italy? Possibly. But, yeah. but um, yeah, they're, all, they're always quite nice to um to just... The bits are fine, and the uh, rest of it is nothing. It's an empty yeah. shell. It's empty shell. Imagine having to sit through one of those as a film version, having paid top dollar at the BFI London yeah. Film Festival. That was not fun. That was disappointing. The best part of it was Rob Brighton giving some very stern looks to people who left during the Q&A. Oh, really? Two going to were out there, stuff, and he just pulls the microphone downstairs and people and just shakes his head angrily, like, you. <laughs> That's my version of his running called, ooh, you. <laughs> That's like, um, well, hey, it's, okay. it's, in a life full of surprises, it is good to have some security. 
It doesn't matter what will come towards you. With its satisfying passenger compartment space, you don't have to fear any funny surprises in life. Enough space combined with a sporty character makes it attractive for all the people who love spontaneity. The Jetta. Volkswagen Jetta. Proudly advertised in the DVD copy of <coughs> Knocked. Universal's Knocked Up. You thought Inside Man was appropriate to advertise with? Well, now Knocked Up also has Volkswagen advertising. Nothing Wait, like that. Doing Knocked Up this week. This week we are getting knocked up. For some reason, I had a completely different film in my mind. <laughs> what was the film? Wait, because last week I mentioned that it's uh, also the so- uh, the uh, song of uh, Kings of Leon. So, did oh, you think yeah. it's uh, four kicks? No, for some reason I had um, red morning light. What? What? what we were supposed. Yeah, what's it called? Were we California supposed to Wait? do knocked up last weekend? Last last, last um, week was week? meant to be knocked up. But then the Impractical Jokers came. Oh, right. I thought last well, week was meant to be... Um... True, love, wait, sex on fire, ragu. Uh, I don't want to spoil uh, it in case we don't do it, but I think... No spoilers. No spoilers. Um, maybe, maybe you took it off. It, it involved a um, an actor uh, who has got a film coming out uh, in... An actor's got a film coming years. out? No way. In like 90-something years. No, that's not going to happen because that one is not streaming anywhere. Right. That was meant to the start of the month, which Rango took over. Maybe ah, you think right. Rango versus Ragu. Maybe that's Maybe. your Maybe. <laughs> you're getting confused. Let's say Mother King's Only on songs, Joe's Head. Dusty. Okay. <laughs> I, I came into this in a whole different mood than I'm supposed to be. <laughs> knocked Up, I'm quite interested in this. Uh, I think it's going to be quite fun. We're watching Knocked Up, by the way. And although I've got two versions of it which say it's the extended and unprotected version, we're not watching the uh, the full two-hour, 15-minute version because that's not available streaming, and we are in a streaming world now. And thus we can't then listen to feature commentary with writer-director Judd Apatow, executive producer slash star Seth Rogen, and cast member Bill Hader, which Bill Hader just keeps doing Al Pacino impressions the entire way through, and it is gorgeous. It uh, helped me during an asthma attack on uh, Christmas Eve the year it came oh. out because I was having a bad time with asthma and cold. And I just listened to that, and it kind of soothed me before I had to go to hospital to get oxygen. Mm. Yeah. I'll get that oxygen. Ventilating. Um, so we're watching the two-hour, nine-minute version, which, which feels is a bit long for a comedy. The theatrical version. Well, what do you know about Jitta Powell Tao? I know that's not how you pronounce his name. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Bollywood classic Jadabow Tao. <laughs> uh, it's I'm a sure famously long film. It's a crowd pleaser. You know, it's, it runs for way too long. There's a lot of I put Judd in and it came up Judd Trump, but he's an English snooker player. Oh, okay. Let's get into <laughs> yeah. Has he won anything? Was this year the year he was going to be crowned king of the court? Uh, his dad won the, um, the election. His dad being... Donald Trump. Who? <laughs> Donald Trump. Now, this is confusing me because um, I don't know if you knew, but I did walk, have a walk earlier today and I got hit by the only bus that's out there. <laughs> so, well... He, he, Donald Trump was in a band with four other people from uh, Liverpool. They, they made Liverpool, all these songs. Wait, the place where the Beatles are from? <laughs> Who? 
you know, the Beatles, they sang songs like uh, Harry Potter and uh, I Love Cola. Specifically yeah, Cola. Those, those are Donald Trump songs. I don't know. And cigarettes? Right. Yes, please. I think... <laughs> I think the... Uh... Isn't that a thing in that film? Wasn't there like a no cigarettes situation? Um, no, no, it was Coke. Yeah, no. I don't... No, wasn't it? But I feel like that was also something when someone says... Uh, yeah. Can you get me a fag? And it's like, what, what did you call me? Maybe. That seems like a Richard Curtis well, joke. It's coming to um, Sky Movies. Oh, good. We can all celebrate. <laughs> or yesterday. <laughs> or yesterday. Uh, right, let's have a look at um, Judd Apatow's... Sorry, uh, Jeb- Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow's. Um, right, so I've seen the 40-year-old version. Yay! So but I haven't seen that in years. I'm, I keep meaning to go back to that because Steve Carell. Um, God. I've he seen Fun with Dick and Jane, not for yeah, ages. Fun film. Fun film. I've not seen Knocked Up. Nope. Um, hey, I've you will. Yes, I will. Ask me again in what Two forty minutes or so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's a in, film. It's in, not in a pod- short podcast world. Oh, um, uh, Walk Hard the Dewey Cox story. Uh, yes, I've seen that. Why is it taking American Cox? The why unbearable it... version. Yeah. I've, I've seen both. Um, why does it say he wrote that though? Oh, he adapted. He adapted it from the autobiography. Well, that... that's a screenplay credit. It doesn't right. matter. Yeah. Me, yeah. right. adapted screenplay and original screenplay are screenplays. It's not that's that phrase. you know. Yeah. They had to uh, write versions of the story. They're not. That's not word for word what happened. A lot of it. You don't mess with the Zohan I saw in the cinema, but I don't remember much from. People seem to say it's a great. It's one of the fun Sandlers, and I don't think it's very good. It is almost just, two hours. I just remember. Um, the, it's got a big dick. A big book. Well, it's a big. There was a shop across the road called Closing Down. Closing Down Sale, and that was the name of the shop, which I thought was quite. <laughs> that was good. Nice little beat. Yeah, um, imagine if that was the only joke in the film. You've always got <laughs> Pineapple Express I've never seen, and I've never fun, been inclined to watch it. Fun film, fun film. You get some great Danny McBride, and that's some great Craig Robinson in that as well. He is a mm-hmm. lot of fun. Uh, funny People I've not seen. That is um, two and a half hours. That is mm-hmm. three different movies over two and a half hours, which get the four-minute trailer, the four-minute trailer decided to spoil most of the storyline's final acts. Oh, wow. Yeah, genius marketing. Flopped. Um, Get him to the, the Greek. Greek that is, is one of my favourites. I love the soundtrack to that. A terrible film. They sold it as a comedy. It's actually a very bad drama. I, I like the soundtrack to that. Okay. Um, but how have you skipped yeah, over forgetting yeah. Sarah Marshall at that point? Um, if it didn't come up. It didn't well, come up. Just because uh, only stuff he has credits story-wise. For yeah, it says uh, director, producer and writer. Mm. But he, um, you go for the producing stuff because otherwise you miss out on things like uh, Drillbit Taylor. Yeah, no, it's not coming up on here. Oh, no, no, hold on, producer. there's a whole other list of as producer. Yes, please. And then there's a whole other list for television. Oh, wait. This is weird. I should have just gone into his. Right, well, why? I don't know. Why do they have. They've got like Crossing the Bridge, Cable Guy, Anchorman, Teledagum Nights, all that yep. in this separate list, but it's not in the list of. Director, producer, writer, where it's got no yes or story. Very strange. What do you want? Uh, I'm on Wikipedia. 
No, no, drug ones. Oh. <laughs> Coke. Don't know what that is. We're on drinking Pepsi. Ah, love um. <laughs> Take it to the max. Um, so where do I get to? Get into the Greek. Uh, this is 40. Yes, I've seen, and I don't remember much of it. If oh, any. You've seen This is 40, but you haven't seen Knocked Up. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. This is 40 is the sequel, isn't it? It's the sort of sequel. That's how yeah. we marketed it as a sort of sequel to Knocked Up. How did I watch that and not watch... That's, that's very that's unlike me. That's very opposite of anything you would ever do. Yeah. That's weird. Hmm. That's very weird. Um, all I remember about This is 40 is uh, the, uh, the mother uh, having some free time in, in the bathroom on the iPad. Which is like the go-to kind of joke when it comes to parenting, isn't it? Sure, yeah. Very um, easy stuff. Is that? Yeah, getting too quick. I'm downloading the album now. Um, <laughs> Trainwreck. I've seen Trainwreck. Saw it once in the cinema. Quite enjoyed it. It's a great film. It's a hilarious yeah. film. Tilda Swinton, amazing. Unrecognisable. Um, may it last. A portrait of, an, of the Abbott brothers and the Zen Diaries sure. of Gary Shandling. I've been meaning to watch the Gary Shandling documentary. Zen Diaries is fantastic. Is it good for someone who, all I know, like, the only sort of I knew now way I know him. You know, Hale Hydra. Yeah, that's, that's literally all I know of him. Okay. Um, yeah. I feel bad about that, but I think um, um, if I watch the documentary, it will introduce me to so much more. Yeah, him as a nice, lovely human being in the Gary Shandling show, of course, Larry Sanders. Get your sense of that as well. And the King of Staten Island. I've not yeah. seen that. Have you seen that? No, do you know why you haven't seen that? <laughs> was going to premiere South by and release this summer. Guess what's never going to come out, King of Staten Island? Bill Burr's in that. Chicken Malay gets a cameo in that, that. Uh, If he doesn't, it's. It's a missed opportunity. Because, you know, Davidson's going to be on the Oh Hello podcast. It's, sorry, podcast. It's only fair that uh, <laughs> they switch over and Mulaney gets a starring role in a uh, summer blockbuster starring I Davidson. Did not realise there's an Oh Hello podcast. No, no it's Oh Hello podcast. They uh, had the uh, overture came out of the time of recording yesterday. It okay. is, uh, it's Gilles and Geegland and George and... It's, it's the two right. of them. Um, doing a serial style investigation of what happened to Princess Diana. <laughs> Was this in the making already, or is it? I would assume like, so. I because would assume the, so. the lockdown's in place. Because that's what no. everyone seems to be doing. It's let's do these podcasts and give people entertainment. I feel like they were working on something at some point. Because, you know. Right. There's only so many episodes of Big Mouth one can sit and write <laughs> and then voice uh, every character off. Let's go into producing uh, stuff. Uh, this is what we came for. Apatow. 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 Uh, crossing the Bridge, I've not seen. Let's, I'll go through the ones I have seen. Uh, the Cable Guy, but I barely remember it. Um, Anchorman. The Legend of Ron Burgundy. Thank you. And also uh, technically thus. Uh, I can't remember what you have at this side. Wake up, Ron Burgundy. Talladega uh, <laughs> uh, Nights, I feel like I've seen... Because I'm pretty sure you, you lent me the DVD once. Okay, what's it called, sorry? Talladega Nights, The Battles of Ricky Bobby. The Battles of Ricky Bobby, thank you. 
Um, super bad I've seen. I never saw the hype for it. It was funny. one of those things that everyone loved in high school. It's, and I was it's, like, it's, I don't get it's it. It's perfectly fine. The Hader, Rogan, Cop stuff is the best part. Um, forgetting Sarah Marshall, I've seen once, but I've seen uh, the sequel more. Uh, don't call it a sequel. Spirit, don't, don't talk about uh, that piece of shit. Forgetting Sarah Marshall is beautiful and wonderful. But um, getting to like you're from so Lambert. much better songs. Uh, um, I don't know. Dracula's Lament. I don't even remember that one. The, Stepbrothers... the vampire song at the end. Stepbrothers I've seen once uh, and I avoided it ever since because um, I didn't like uh, John C. Riley back then. Um, because of because my... you were so you were so obsessed with the fact that you could barely see him. <laughs> yes. You thought, wait, why because... is there? A... It's called Step Brothers Plural, and it's just Will Ferrell and a piece of cellophane. It's great. Oh, I felt offended for many a year about um, the fact that he took on the role Cox. of uh, Dewey Cox. Um, until because you. You're a... A fan of Broken by Ice. You felt yeah. that uh, it was sacrilegious to ever perform yeah. him. Uh, which is ridiculous. Bridesmaids I've seen multiple times. Funny. Great great comedy. Um Funny. five year engagement I've seen once maybe. Funny. Chris Pratt. Yeah. Emily Blunt. Uh Begin Again I've seen. Great. That's, Wonderful. Really nice. Uh, I didn't expect that in the really list. nice. Anchorman 2, The Legend Continues, I have seen. Uh, pop star, Never Stop, Never Stopping. <sighs> Golden. Love Golden. Golden. Yep, uh, yep. Big Sick. And that's it. Those are the ones I've seen. Isn't that fun? Isn't that exciting? So, I what think... is a Judd Apatow film to you? What does the uh, Apatowiverse feel like for you? Um, promising. I'm yeah. going in. I'm going into this expecting. Yeah, but I mean, what what do you expect from a film with his name attached? Um, hmm. Will Ferrell to pop up in some sort, possibly, and that that kind of comedy. I'm trying, trying to think. Um, what does that mean? That kind of comedy, like wacky, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. Me. Oh, God, you I want um, you. You're knocked up. I'm your <laughs> buddy. I like to fuck. Is that the uh, theme tune? Yeah, it's uh, the HBO yeah. version. John Apatow's Barney. <laughs> Barney's big purple. Yeah, I'm just looking got. at his TV stuff now, Ooh. and he's done Freaks and Geeks, which I've been meaning to watch for ages. Amazon Prime now? And Amazon Prime. It was always Netflix. It was on Netflix for a while, but it's on Amazon Prime, so if you want to rush mm. to that, always you'll be one step ahead of these streaming services. Mm. Um, have you ever, what about his uh, stand-up? Have you ever seen that? Is that uh, he started doing stand-up again a couple of years ago, and I watched he did a special that was mm. adequate. There were some jokes in it. He's always been, a, you know, just a, an ideas person. Mm. His stand-up is always more like, the idea's funny. And you've got a couple of lines that click, but you haven't got the, the ability to tell a succinct story that goes into a right place, which is why his films don't have succinct story. They're uh, 
he always, you know, quotes, looks at uh, James L. Brooks and Albert Brooks, the Brookses, mm. as they're they're quite uh, odd. They're not they're not ha 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 ha. Look at all the jokes we're putting in. We're ha ha, but also the the humanity we're putting in. I think when I think yes, of him, I think it. You know, he's a safe bet for sort of modern day rom coms mainly. Okay. Hilarious rom com pop star. Yeah. I know. Like, he, he's got the odd, walk you know, hard, pop star. You know, um, but the majority of the stuff that he's done for me jumps out as, you know, modern day kind of, not like the 90s rom coms, but like updated kind of. Um, with a modern feel to it, you know, sure. with um, some weed put in for good measure. Some. How some. much would you say? Um, Given that he, you know, of course, you know, he did produce Pineapple Express. See, yeah, because I think because I haven't seen Pineapple Express, I'm not. Ex- I don't have um, the idea of like loads of weed. <laughs> if that makes sense, it would you agree with that? I don't know what I agree with anymore. <laughs> I know that uh, James King of BBC Radio 1 says a laugh-out-loud comedy classic. All right. And this um, has over three hours of hilarious bonus features. Wow. Um, Such as directing the director with Judd Apatow. Topless scene, a new twist on Bearing It All. Loudon Rainwright III performing at McCabe's. Production I video think... diaries. Stripper is confidential. About, First sex on camera. Two friends. Two Making friends. That... The roller coaster scene. I think it's a um, roller coaster scene. Um, sorry, I, I, is this, how, uh, else, how else does is one this get Final Destination Three? <laughs> um, <laughs> You've cheated procreation, and now procreation <laughs> is going to get each of you in the same order. It's um, been totally hard, but this time I fuck. I think the plot to this is two friends that like get on so well together and they're like, we, we would be great parents. And it's not the backup to... plan. Aren't you just explaining the backup plan with J-Lo? Uh, maybe I'm getting my comedies mixed up. Yeah, maybe I'm getting my, my, rom- my rom-coms mixed up because I thought rom-com? it was going to be... Right. I was, I was expecting... This um... is a horror thriller. You understand that, right? <laughs> I was expecting it to be two friends who decide to um, try for a baby together, but no, don't want to be in a relationship together. They just know they work well. But they'll end up falling in love and anyway, then, just because yeah. of life. <laughs> yeah. But now, maybe, I guess the title brings... <laughs> the title makes it pretty obvious that it's a one-night stand, and they're not good together. Does it? When they realise, yeah. I think it's gonna. I, I think the two hours nine minutes is worrying. Um, <laughs> Again, funny people is two and a half. Yeah. <laughs> and then Walk Hard was like two. Hour and twenty. Huh? Walk Hard was an hour and twenty. Yeah. How long's the the long version of it? Hour and fifty, maybe. Huh. It's unbearably long. <laughs> Incredibly self-indulgent director's cut. I think 90 minutes or um, 105 is the limit for a good comedy. 
Right, but so, so, which is why this is a great comedy because it dares to be bigger. Touche. Touche. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh. I'm trying to think how they're going to pad it out. So you never saw the first trailer for this, the first teaser, which was a, a red band one. No, I don't believe so. It's, there was it was just a scene from the film, and like this is so good, it tells the premise and the characters' chemistry together, and we oh, can sell it. it they sat in a up. restaurant together or something. Yeah. Yeah, restaurant I, scene. I think I remember that. One of the restaurants, at least two great restaurant scenes. <laughs> um, this also has this has so many great runs. There's you know Spider Man, so, Spider Man, Spider Man. There's Dirty Man. Oh. I want to look at. The, should I look at the cast, or is that gonna? Okay, do you want me to read the back of the cast of uh, the Blu-ray? Seems to be clearer. Yeah, is it is Char- Charlie's the one? I think it's Seth up. Rogen, Catherine Heigl, Paul Rudd, Catherine Leslie Mann, Heigl. Jay Baruchel, Jonah Hill, Jason Segel, Martin Starr. Boom! Right. That's your cast. That's what's credited okay. at the very least. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited. Jonah Hill, remember him? <laughs> oh, what happened to him? Me. He's a maniac. Martin Starr. Whatever happened to Martin Starr? The name sounds familiar. He's far from home. Oh, Martin Starr. It's two R's or... Uh, yeah. Double R, baby. No, oh, it's yeah. Martin. Uh, okay. He's hmm. his son. I think I'm going to love this. I, I'm, I'm still going into this concerned about the two hour nine minutes, but I think. But it's you're going to spend two hours and nine minutes with your best friend watching a film. Yeah. And also I'm here. Oh. But you are my best friend. What? You're not my Sorry, best friend. I wasn't friend. talking to you. Sorry. Um, um, but yeah, that's all this podcast is about, really. Just hanging out with my best friend. That's, that's all I care about. And then sometimes recording it for glorious self indulgence. Sometimes. Is this one of those times? No, no, this will never be heard. Say anything <laughs> you need to say to the world right now. Say anything. I thought we were watching Knocked Up. You're changing it around on me. I'm lagging right say now. Anything. Is that a problem? Should I have seen Say Anything? In my eyes, no. <laughs> I have a feeling that's the song that he uses in the... Um... It's Peter Gabriel's In yeah. Your Eyes. Yes. Uh, yeah. it's, uh, it's called... What what we in the industry call funny. <laughs> well, let's go and watch our two hours. Sorry, sorry, I've, I've just been I've just been emailed by James King of BBC Radio One. He called that joke a laugh out loud comedy classic. Um, <laughs> we're done here. <laughs> okay, do you want to get knocked up? I want to get knocked up. We're gonna have a party. Allison, Jack and I need to see you in his office. We were wondering whether or not you would be good for on camera. Really? <laughs> I know, I was so surprised too. Are you living your vision right I now? I am kind of living my vision. Wow, that is sad, I'm telling you. I got a promotion. Oh my god! Let's go celebrate! Woo! I'm Allison. I'm Ben. This is my friend Jason. I'm just trying not to stare. She's married. Shut up! You think that's gonna stop him from hitting on her? It's not at all. (laughs) You believe this? I think he's doing the dice thing too much. That's really all he's got. (sighs) You're prettier than I am. 
This is Allison. I don't know if you remember me. I have something I really need to tell you. I'm pregnant. With a baby? Yes. Then what are you hitting on me for? How did this happen? This is a disaster. Aren't you supposed to be married to have a baby? You should be, because they love each other, and people who love each other get married and have babies. Do you love each other? We should really just try to get to know each other and give this a real shot. Okay, I know we didn't plan this, but I'm on board. <laughs> Yay! This summer... Is this freaking you out that we're shopping for baby clothes? No, I'm just pretending I'm shopping for regular clothes and I'm a giant. <laughs> what do you think of him? He's funny, right? Fetch. All right, bring it back. He's playing fetch with my kids. Go get it! Fetch! He's treating my kids like they're dogs. Universal Pictures presents... <gasps> Marriage is like an unfunny version of Everybody Loves Raymond. Should we have sex tonight? Ugh. But it doesn't last 22 minutes. Last forever. I'm just really constipated. Do you really want to? Well, now. A comedy about where babies come from. I'm gonna be there to rear your child. You hear that, Ben? Don't let him near the kid. He wants to rear your child. And how grown-ups are born. You're gonna love this, I predict it. Life's a great adventure, and you're the hero in it. <gasps> I'm gonna go sneak a peek, see if there's anything I can do. <laughs> you in here? Yeah! I shouldn't have gone in there. Knocked up. Little baby. That was really sweet. I it was not expecting made. it to be so. Well, yeah, cute. you were. You were all about the uh, the Will Ferrell side of the Apatow thing, the huge yeah. big comedies, and not the small intimate dramedies. Yeah, that was the This Is Forties, the Funny People's, the Knocked Ups. Um, tell me about the first time you saw Knocked Up. First time I saw Knocked Up, uh, I, I watched it illegally online. The, this film came out in June in America and late August in the UK, and I was so excited. I was so excited. Mm. So I watched it online, and I was like, oh, this is not the same kind of film as the 40-year-old version. This is not as funny. I wanted it to be funnier. Why is this not funny? So I wasn't a fan. But I still went to see it opening right. opening day in the cinema when it finally came out, and I got into a tune of it, and then I would go and see it three more times. <clears throat> because I, it's one of those ones where you um, clock into the wavelength of what the filmmaker's doing, and you realize you either love it or you like, uh. yeah, it's. It's just so sweet to watch. It just it's like a warm hug of a movie. It, it's, it's a comfortable film. Yeah, it's, so, it's it's long enough that you get to spend a while in this world with these people. So the it's not about yeah, right, here's, the punchline, here's the punchline. It's like here's the character and this is their situation. Here's the character and this is their situation. How are those two going to intermingle? Mm. It's not a movie in the most uh, basic comedy way. It's a movie in the most uh, humane way. Yeah, and. I'm really surprised at how much I like that, actually. Um, it's just one of those nice films where you just want to... You could have it on in the background constantly. You, you can very easily have it in the background. Just enjoy the yeah. lines, quote the lines frequently. I had to stop myself quite a lot from doing <laughs> bits during... I, and I couldn't... You, you heard me a couple of times. I would then just, you know, repeat things that Kristen Wiig or Tammy Sager <laughs> would say because these are just moments that are etched into the very fabric of my humanity. <laughs> 
Legoland. I feel like watching um, this is forty now, just to see. And I, I, know, I think you know, I don't think it is any good. This is forty, but I don't really remember it. Right, well, um, I'm probably not ready to watch it soon. No, nah, I don't know, not for at least a couple of weeks. Really? Okay. <laughs> Someone doesn't check our planners. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we're going to do this is forty in a couple of weeks' time on Perfect. the podcast. Fair enough. <laughs> It's a good thing. I was actually thinking about maybe watching it later tonight. It's a good thing you mentioned that because I wouldn't, no, I wouldn't have double checked. Yeah, because we've got to talk about different things. So, when you're watching this, when you're watching the uh, Leslie Mann Paul Rudd stuff, you're watching it knowing they decided to follow on their story beyond this. Yeah. Did you get a sense during this film that there was a necessity to? Uh, did you feel like there was enough there? to warrant that kind of thing or did you feel like yeah i'm just watching good scenes with good actors Um, i think option two i like i said to you earlier i thought maybe that um apatow had the plan he wanted to go back into this world with the main characters but because you said uh, but you said Catherine heigl and everyone involved she was very outspoken about how much she hated doing this so then my thought was that, oh, maybe he's he was like he was still set on just going back into this world. So it was like, mm-hmm. well, I can at least follow these two characters and I don't necessarily I thought maybe that was what happened. No, so we just get Jason Siegel back. Right. I did wonder if Jason Siegel would be back. I was thinking about that. Yeah, I couldn't because yeah, I, I can't. He's really the only other one who kind of pops up. Yeah. They have a reference to Ben and Allison. Mm. But it's very, you know. Offhand. When it starts with their funeral, right? Wow. <laughs> this might be the first time I've done an episode or something, and I did an episode on years ago on oh, another really? podcast, actually, because uh, in the lead up to This Is 40, a friend of mine and I went to uh, his uh, university and spent a day watching. We did an Apatowathon. We oh, do wow. in betweens watching 40 Year Old Virgin. Knocked up than funny people, and then uh, we uh, went and did uh, this is forty. In which the after the screening of this is forty, we sat because we did that at Universal HQ in London, and we because there was no security or problems there, we just sat for an hour afterwards doing a podcast in the foyer oh. of that area. <laughs> this is the second time I'm talking about it with someone else. So this time, someone who's not you know who's seen some but not seen much no, of this I'm... kind of film, and certainly it's, it's uh, like, uh... again. It's very James L. Brooks and Albert Brooksian style, mm. which is why Albert Brooks, of course, appears in This Is Forty. Um, I think I'm gonna go back to uh, the forty-year-old version tonight. Then maybe. You know why you should? Why? Because that film fucks. I th- I think it's <laughs> come on. Very, I think it's gonna be a very different kind of. Yeah, you know, it's going to be a very strange double bill. It won't feel like, oh, these are both Judd Apatow movies. No, it would definitely feel like these are both Judd Apatow movies because there's those string of improv. There's the people from the office, you know, popping up. Mm. <laughs> you get the, uh, you know, the nice Mindy Kaling stuff. God, I don't She's remember. That film. She is fun in that film. Um, Reference to uh, everyone loves Raymond. All uh, right, <laughs> that's important. Did you ever watch Everybody Loves Raymond all the way through? A couple of times on Channel 4 I watched, well, not all the way through, like five minutes, I was thinking, this isn't a comedy. This is just people saying things. Yeah. I never understood how that ran for 11 seasons and people say it's great. I always liked it. I don't get Um, Phil Rosenthal. 
Yeah, I used to watch it in the mornings, but um, I I always wanted to. I would always turn away if it's King of Queens. Great if it's Frasier, the best. But I would always turn away if it's that. Never caught an episode of Frasier. No, because you caught the entire run. (laughs) Frasier's the one that's cheers. uh, Yeah, cheers. Yes. I feel like Frasier's the one where where Kelsey Grammer performs, starts talking on stage, and then goes, "Oh my gosh!" and falls off. Really? Have you seen the video? No. All right. Hold up a second. Podcast is. Uh, we'll, we'll do this live. We'll do. You, I want you to uh, watch live and describe. Okay. Send it on the uh, iMessage and then I'll watch it through the laptop. iMessage. Yeah. What's? I, no, I'm doing this now. Or you message. You message. Can you see this? I'm very confused. All right. Okay. Got it. Oh. Right. Uh, Cassie with Frasier falls off stage. Frasier. It's loading. Oh, isn't it exciting? Let me try and get it up on the. Can I see? Banner. Frasier. Cassie has got nothing to do with any of this. Stage. Okay. Yeah, it's still loading on my phone. My phone. Um, on your phone. Kelsey Grammer's Frasier falls off stage. Yep, that's the one. Kelsey Grammer's Frasier, famous. Frasier from you know Kelsey Grammer. It's <laughs> one of my favourite. <laughs> It's just the words, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Poise. When you're staring <laughs> down at the oh. inevitable. Poor guy. This is his quest to <laughs> fall off that stage. No matter how high, it is all the rage. Because he didn't um, have a mancha. <laughs> he came so... over to this country, man of the mancha. Is um, is this your favourite Judd Apatow film? I think it is. I, I think it is. It's quite I hard because Spoiling Virgin is amazing, and I do adore Trainwreck. Mm. And then it goes Funny People, which is some really good films, but there's too many films. And then there's uh, This Is Forty, which is a nice idea, but a little too long. We'll what about um? Oh no, he didn't. These, we're talking about the five he directed. Yeah. We're talking about just the five he has directed. Yeah. Don't I'm an Epitower fan. I know <laughs> I my shit. Know. Thank you very much. Just making sure. I'm wildly aware. Oh, that was so nice. That was like if you I, think, I, I really have no expectation of loving it. I, I thought it was gonna be nice and it was a, gonna be a, a fun film, but I didn't yeah, have any expectation of feelings. What if you were stuck in that? If you were a flatmate, a roommate, how would you deal? Who would you most? Who are you most connected to, and who would you most hate to have to live with out of the gang? Uh, I think I've most. And by the gang, of course, I mean you know Leslie Mann, Paul Rudd, Iris Apatow, Maud Apatow. I think I'd most hate to live with um, Jonah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, abrasive. Yeah, possibly um, 
Hiccup, what's his name? Jay Baruchel. Yeah, almost. But I think with um, with Jonah being there, I think Jay would be much easier to get on with for me. He's Canadian. <laughs> Makes him easiest to get on with. Yeah. The rule. Um, and I think I would be more like uh, the guy, I can't remember his name, the one who Star, uh, did the note. Yeah, uh, Star. I would try the uh, no shaving thing for a year. And you have, haven't you? No, on your no, head. I, I... <laughs> 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 uh, Harry back. My hair is getting very long. It's annoying. It's a quarantine thing. I That's one of the first things I'm doing. Last uh, March, I believe. Since last March. Yeah, I know. I was oh. going to have. I was going to have one. You know, at some point last year, yeah. and then I kind of <laughs> didn't. And then it's yeah. uh, it's now. Well, I'm going to see how how long I can grow it again. Probably not as long as I used to have it. How long did you used to have it? Being closer to my shoulders. Really. You know, I was uh, a metal kid to some degree. I don't think I've ever seen. I need to see pictures of that, please. No, I didn't take pictures. <laughs> never. I'm a camera shy person. Mm-hmm. So I'm just devising people's computers. Oh, we have your information. Um, e e entertainment. E entertainment. Yeah, like I said when. <laughs> When that first thing came up, it did. For some reason, I just got um, a need to watch uh, the morning show, even though it's nothing like the morning show. <laughs> what? That's why. I thought it was something to do with you know just working with someone like Ryan Seacrest. It was just like working. No, with no, someone, it was just yeah. it was just the the TV the set Oh, just the background of TV. Right. Yeah. You know, you play the newsroom. I know. Night. You could say sports night. Let's say sports night. A good show. I've not seen Sports Night. Well, you know who's great in Sports Night? Who? Felicity Huffman, referenced in this film. Oh. All right. Um, oh, also, um, can we talk about Alan Tudyk and... Uh, um, what's her name? Bridesmaid's Girl. Maya Rudolph? No. <laughs> knew you were going to do this. I knew you were going to do this. Um, Ellie Kemper? Yeah. Covey? Fine, I'm Googling it. Rose Byrne. Um, Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> you hate them. They hate you so much. Jessica St. Clair. <laughs> yeah. Terry Crews. Tim Heidecker. <laughs> what are we doing? Kristen Wiig. John oh, Hamm. Chris O'Dowd. <laughs> Rebel Wilson from Cats. Matt Lucas, not from Cats, but from Paddington, which is like the Cats Kristen, of a good film. Kristen Wiig, every single one. No, no, we haven't, she, we haven't, we haven't talked has. about all the cast members of, uh, <laughs> of that. Um, who else is in it? Oh, Bill Hader, isn't it? Bill Hader. In It Chapter 2, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, of course. <laughs> well, who does he play? Who does he play? Does he play Al Pacino? <laughs> oh, it's me. Me but, and um, it go way back. <laughs> I was having coffee with it 20 minutes ago. It's got a every, huge balloon. <laughs> every, um... <laughs> Every uh, every line that um, the Irish. <laughs> every line that Kristen Wiig has is brilliant. That she, you know, every every single thing she says, she's just 
It's what it is. It's what it is. Um, like Hoffa. What would you like? Floats. You know, I'm trying to keep this on track. Just, just um, yeah. Oh, the rating on IMDb is six point nine out of ten. Nice. Oh, huge. <laughs> Yeah. What would you like for the um, the, the <laughs> final part of Irish? this trilogy? Come on! <laughs> <laughs> Jessica Chastain only has like two lines in the whole film. <laughs> what would I like for the final part of a trilogy? Yeah. Okay, so um, that would have to be a sort of sequel to a, a sort of threequel, we're saying. Yeah. yeah. So it's tangentially related. So we, are we following characters that are in both? Then, or we follow characters from This Is Forty with ref- with other characters from the first Ooh. two popping in. I think we've got we following characters. We're following, you know, Lena Dunham. We're following uh, Lithgow or Brooks. I think let's say follow characters um, in the first one. Um, so you know, we've got, maybe we've got so we've got knocked one. up, and then yeah. we follow characters from Knocked Up in This Is Forty, and then we we'll go back to Knocked Up to take other characters. Oh, so we just. Oh, so it's not a, a three. We're not doing a trilogy here. We are just doing a, a sub sequel, a second sub sequel. Yeah. Okay. For now, and then when, um, we've, when we've done this is forty, because I don't remember any of this is forty, yeah. so I can't contribute to this. <laughs> sure. Cupcakes. But if we do it this way, um, I would like to see the uh, intern doctor. I'd like to see what he does. Uh, I think when he gets married to someone who looks an awful lot like uh, um, Cheryl Strayed, you know, from Wild. And see what happens <laughs> when they go up, and what happens when uh, Cheryl Strayed goes to uh, to her, you know, her local group chats with all the other mothers, and then sees someone who looks, who has the eyes of her mother, and the neck of her mother, and the hairline of her mother. Somehow, it's like, like her mother. The, I'm trying to figure out what this is there. a reference to. Well, these are. It's a big idea. It's a little idea. I'm lying. I have no idea. Is this a... Lies. <laughs> Big... All right. Because <laughs> then Adam Scott goes into Big Little Lies with Reese Witherspoon <laughs> as Cheryl Strayed from Wild and then discovers that Laura Dern, who was in both, is there. Spoiler <laughs> alert for Wild. Laura Dern dies and uh, her eyes are donated. <laughs> And so what if Laura Dern in uh, Big Little Lies is, has the eyes of Laura Dern from Wild and Reese Witherspoon has this breakdown seeing the eyes and then the rest of the body of her mother. Right? I think... And then intern Dr. Adam Scott has to just uh, stop <laughs> doing everything he t- can to do a podcast with Scott Ackerman. <laughs> is he talking R E M R I me? Maybe. I think I'd <laughs> like to see <laughs> I'd like to see Jonah and Jay in a, uh, a buddy comedy ish about their characters and just see where they are now I mean you're kind of describing what uh, this is the end was really they didn't really yeah. change their characters up for that <laughs> <I suppose laughs> like, so. yeah. they were written as they were both times <laughs> would you think Jay Baruchel would end up killing Jonah Hill in the movie version if they had to just live together on their own um I think so, yeah. I think, that makes sense. I think Jay, love him. Love him to death. 
I also feel like he could, if pushed to the brink, he would not jump. He would push back all of a sudden and go too far. Yeah. And carry Tony Hill's head on us, you know, with a spine attached. And drag his bloody-headed spine all the way through the things. They put it on a pike outside Beanie Feldstein's house and be like, ah, <laughs> your brother. Oh. Made him a ventriloquist dummy now. Sorry, I've made him a ventriloquist dummy now. <laughs> But yeah, they didn't have much. Uh, <laughs> I think for me, it's just the, the, that one scene where Jay comes out having shaved his balls, and it's like, God, I want to see more of these two together, just arguing. God, I want to see more of that. Take the towel off. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know. I don't like antagonism. No. No. I don't like conflict like that. I like the outside conflict. The life mm-hmm. pressures and them working as a unit to get things done, which is why the Jonah stuff always aggravates me. Because why be more of a dick? Yeah, that's true. That makes things even worse. But like, as much as I wouldn't want to live with Jonah, I, I wouldn't mind watching more <laughs> of him being a dick to people. And like, <laughs> learning something like a reality along the way. Show. Yeah. <laughs> Jonah Hill's a wanker to everybody. <laughs> he just walks out and screams at people. And then he gets nominated for an Oscar and becomes all humble. Did you see uh, the last episode of The New Curb? No, I've not watched any of Curb. Uh, right, well, in the last, in the latest season, Larry opens up a, a what he calls a spite store. Right <laughs> next door. A coffee shop doesn't have enough, have a, has wobbly tables and the coffee's not hot enough. So he opens a store next to it where the coffee's always hot and the uh, tables are bolted down. So there's no way of doing it. And then this lends a trend. Uh, Mila Kunis opens a gem, uh, you know, a gem store and Joni Hill opens a deli. <laughs> and it's just uh, Joni Hill working the place and kind of getting angry at people. Like, oh, good, no tip. Fuck you too. <laughs> it is Joni Hill being a dick to people but as a manager. So there you go. I've been mean to watch um, him. Um, I feel like I need to finish... I still need to finish... Uh... Seinfeld, Seinfeld to truly yeah, because otherwise season seven, season six, season seven would appeal nothing to you. Maybe season eight, maybe season. Mm. It's not season nine. No, it'd be season seven. But the re, yeah, the uh, the reunion would never mean anything if you yeah. don't. Because I know, because I watched it before I watched Seinfeld. <laughs> By it, I mean, of course, the Irish it. <laughs> I don't know how I can contribute to this because you've made it so perfect already. That's <laughs> <laughs> when you watch yeah. The Irishman like once. So. Ow! Ow! You've got all the time in the world to watch three and a half hours of brilliant cinema at home. But yeah, I did put it on uh, the other day, but I, I put it on to fall asleep to, and it was nice to fall asleep to, and then I woke yeah, up and suddenly uh, Jimmy Hoffa was getting shot in the head. Don't spoiler. <laughs> Jimmy Hoffman maybe survives the entire film. We don't maybe. know. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? <sighs> anyway, what do you think about cinema? Cinema? Um, yeah. What's that? <laughs> what do you think about the cinema of 2007 in which this came out? Are you asking if I'm mad I watched this? No, no, no. I'm asking. I'm trying to put a perspective of this this situation. The fact that think... uh, we were getting this two-hour, ten-minute comedy during the time when we were getting Spider-Man three. 
yeah. was two and a half hours. We were getting At World's End, which is two hours and 45 minutes long. We were getting Oceans 13, which is just under two hours and is, you know, a masterpiece. We were getting uh, uh, Shrek the Third, which is, you know, two hours. No, no we, but this wasn't the summer. This uh-huh. is the summer. That was, you know, this was, that was winter. That was winter. We were getting a Simpsons movie. Yes, we were. That was an hour and 25. Uh, Transformers. That was two and a half hours. We were getting Harry Potter, that was two hours. I don't know how long Harry Potter's are, because they all go on too long. More than one minute. <laughs> Cope with it. And if that one minute is not just the credits at the end saying, this film is rated blah, 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 blah. And now after all that on ITV2, it's hot fuzz. <laughs> um, I think 2007 looks like a good year. I remember it being a nice, comfortable year. It was exciting. Mm. It was the start. It was the end of all the franchises. So it felt like okay, there's a breath of fresh air, and an understanding that we we're about to go into the next step. And of course, yeah. the next step being the fucking Marvel Cinematic Universe, not the Avatar Cinematic Universe. <laughs> and then we got super bad and knocked up within a month of each other. Knocked Up came out the same week as uh, Pierpoint, The Last Hangman. Oh, Timothy Spall would have been great. Mr. Brooks, which uh, stars Dane Cook, but who was meant to be the Dane Cook role in that film? I don't know. Zach Braff, of course. Really? Zach Braff was meant to be the guy who follows Kevin Costner's serial killer around and then gets deeper into the serial killing thing. And Hostel Part 2 came out uh, the week after. Uh, Did it come out then or did it come out a couple of weeks before, a couple of months before, because it got leaked online? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah! It got Wolverined. <laughs> Fantastic Four, Rise of Silver, Shark, Silver Surfer came out a couple I of took, weeks after that. I took some friends around London last year. Well, actually, mm. the year before last Because they had never been before. And uh, I showed them some of the sites. And that included, there's the London Eye, as made famous by Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Because yeah, what, what else? What else? But it's the best Fantastic Four movie. It does look fun. It is the best one. You get Lawrence Fishburne. You get Andre Brower. You also have, you know, other people in it. Chris. <laughs> Chickless. You and Griffith. You know. Yeah, 2007 looks like a Not really good Jessica year. Alba. Hairspray. Hairspray was... Oh, what a delight. That's the movie. <laughs> John Voight. He was in that one. Oh, Mr. Bean's film. Was that the last first... Mr. Bean film? That was the last Mr. Bean film. It's the first film I ever saw at the Odeon Leicester Square. <laughs> mm, went to a multimedia screening. A friend had tickets. Ooh, got to see the inside of that Halloween... place. A Halloween Wait. film came out on August 31st. That's ridiculous. Yeah, Rob Zombie, man. Rob Zombie. Why would they not release it in October? Because if it's Halloween, it must be sore. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, it all came out on the twenty sixth of October. Exactly, that one got that one locked up, and then Paranormal Activities came along, <laughs> and then they went, and then what was left? And even Blumhouse doesn't touch Halloween's except for actual Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, will Halloween live this year? Was it meant to come out this year? Uh, no, I think it's supposed to live next year and kill the year after. Uh, okay, well, that that will be moved. I think. Yeah. It'll be Christmas time. Christmas lives. Christmas <laughs> kills. 
So the child would theoretically be 13 now. The child? Alison and Ben's child from Knocked Up. Oh, right. I thought you meant Baby Yoda. Because it's 2007 they went to see Spider-Man 3. Yeah. So I suppose the child would be 13 now. I like (laughs) Spider-Man. Or at least, you know, 12 coming up to its 13th birthday. What do you reckon she's doing? Self-isolating. She knows what's good for her. Self-isolating? Do you reckon she's getting virtual classrooms? Probably. She's zooming all over the place. Um, I was going to say, I'm, I'm. It's a shame they didn't actually have Matt, Matthew Fox in the film. From I would have liked to, yeah. I would have well, liked to see a scene uh, where, um, what's his name? Uh, Seth, Rogen. Seth Rogen actually does get to speak to Matthew Fox. And then like he has to go up. to her workplace for some reason to, to remind him of that time when he, uh, you know, tried to smash to beat up a female bus driver. Mm. Matthew Fox seems like a good guy. He seems like one of those good guys. A good guy. But other than that, I think that's a pretty, pretty all around great film. Did you like the music in this film? I did. It was nice. Did you like more? Did you like the doctor who didn't actually end up being the doctor? The doctor who, who didn't actually. Mitzvah? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> if you did, there's a whole Netflix special you can watch with his music, which really? is the music from this film. Yeah, Loud and Rainwright the Third. Okay. He has a wonderful Netflix special called Surviving Twin, directed by Christopher Guest. Mm-hmm. Of course, the uh, husband of J.B. Lee uh, Curtis, uh, that's correct. That was it, yep. Yep. And it's on Netflix, and it's beautiful and funny and moving and wonderful and great music and just gorgeous. And uh, I would recommend everyone should do that, because during quarantine, you need something nice. And that is exactly what not something nice is. And no one ever oh, knows well, it's there. Literally, no one ever talked to people and mentioned this tonight. What is that? What is that? The best. It's the bloody best. Watch it. Watch it a bunch of times. Just feel nice. Just it feel says nice. it's uh, heartfelt, witty, and emotional. Yeah, it is. It's all of those. It is all of those. Hmm. It's only like an hour and ten, isn't it? Uh, an hour and thirty-one. Blimey. You know what yeah. goes by that fast? goes by yeah. that fast. Are you mad that you sat through Knocked Up, finally? Not in the slightest. I'm just are mad you... I didn't sit through it cl- uh, sooner. Are you movie mad for Knocked Up? Oh, hell yeah. I'm totally Would you have been movie mad for Knocked Up when it came out, though? In 2007? I don't know. That's the thing. I feel like going back to Superbad now because I feel like I'd like that. Uh, I don't think I will got be the uh, childish elements to it that don't quite work. Yeah. Superbad is a little bit more abrasive than Jonah Hilly, whereas this is more mature in understanding of humanity. Yeah, I feel like um, I, I wouldn't have been as movie mad for Knocked Up if I'd seen this before we started the podcast. Perfect timing, as ever. Really? Perfect timing. Um, hey, where can we find you? You can find me self-isolating, knocking nobody up on Twitter <laughs> at Ethan Rudd. And you can find me, thanks for asking, uh, on Twitter at movie underscore mad and on Instagram at movie underscore mad. Oh, that's without an underscore, is that you said? Sorry? Was that an underscore you said? Yeah, and oh. an, an underscore. Because yep. are you movie underscore mad? This is our Twitter feed. Oh, convenient, really. Kind of um, yes. coincidental, I would, I would venture. <laughs> Are you moving out at hotmail.com? You can email us. You can tell us how you're doing at this moment. Are you Indeed, you can. Maybe Are you, you 40? Are you super bad? Are you a 40 virgin? 
Are you funny people? Are you a Are you all of those at once? <laughs> Are you Drill Bit Taylor? <laughs> Are you year one? <laughs> oh, it's funny because we've got nothing. Can you begin again? <laughs> also on Facebook, are you moving mad? Yes. Search um, on Spotify, iTunes, and Stitcher. Keep talking to us. Keep rating and reviewing us. Keep telling your friends. Please tell someone. What are we? Uh, what are we doing next week? What are we? Uh, next week we're going to go from with? a beautiful, wonderful masterpiece into uh, what I've already been told is ungodly uh, waste of cinema. Okay. Available on Netflix now. It's got a connection to a franchise I've always liked. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at the title. I'm trying to think of the franchise. That'll oh, be yeah. To discuss next week. Okay, right. Oh, yeah. Don't I still don't understand how those two are linked, but... That's oh, really yeah. Hmm. So, until... Join us next week for Aquaman. Smoke, we're going to watch Playing With Fire. It's basically Smoke Jumpers. <laughs> Until next week. Until next week. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Welcome. Are You Movie Mad is part of the Podnose Network, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network. Produced and edited by Andrew Jones, executive producer George Grimwood. To find out more about Podnose's network, go to www.podnose.com. 